this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Oh man, you guys, this episode was intense. We get introduced to an iconic character in the Batman universe. Enter Martha Kane, and she is bringing some drama with her, plus a crazy death we did not see coming. We're going to talk all about it starting right now. TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Welcome back, guys. This was a crazy episode. Two crazy crazy episodes. Yes. I'm still, like, trying to boggle my mind around it, you know? Like, why? Why? But we're going to talk all about that. I'm your host, Benny Adams. And before we get into it, I want to introduce you to my amazing co-host. But first, I completely forgot. I need to tell you my nickname because we have like nicknames now, right? That's right. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Benny, aka Bennyworth, mm-hmm. and to my left is Anais. Anais, I don't have a nickname. We still need to figure out a nickname. So my is, name is not nickname friendly. So this is what we're gonna do, you guys who are watching yeah, us right comments. now. Give yeah. us a comment and let us know what you think her nickname, Anais's nickname, should be. It's spelled A N A I S. So try, give it your best wow, shot. That's a tough okay, one. That's right? a tough one. Uh, we also have to my left Ben, aka. Rob. Ben. Ben. Rob. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. Yes. And I, I already forgot. And then yes. shout out to my friend Ryan. He came up with that idea. Ryan, I love you. I, I like never it. thought about Rob that. Rob Ben. I like it. And then Miss Comic Con. She is a lover of all DC. Miss Sherry, a.k.a. Sherry Word. Hi. I remembered that one. <laughs> We have a lot to talk about, you guys, including some juicy news and gossip, some predictions, and we have a special giveaway we're going to talk about later in the show, so that is going to be fun. But first, let me get your guys' thoughts on this episode. What did you think? 
on both of these episodes. I mean, usually I'm always trying to see everything coming, right? But mm-hmm. that was very unpredictable. A yeah. lot of that stuff, a lot of these scenes, I was like, oh my god, really? Why did they do that? But mm-hmm. then it makes sense if you like watch, keep watching, and then it all makes sense at the end. I think the storyline and how they wrote the script is very well done, to be mm-hmm. honest. Oh yeah, it's really good. Major twists, and I love the character's growth. Yes. Yeah, it's giving so many shades to the DC universe, mm-hmm. Batman, the Dark mm-hmm. Knight. Yes. I was like. What? Oh my god! I feel like every episode keeps getting better and better, and the more I watch this show, the more I love it. So right. keep it coming. Don't cancel it. <laughs> Don't cancel it. Just saying. Yeah, dare dare I say this is probably one of my favorite shows out mm-hmm. right now. For me, yes. it's so mm-hmm. good. Really. And then for those of you who are wondering if you're if you're still a little bit confused about what Epics is, it's a cable channel that you have to subscribe to. So you could uh, you can watch it on your TV, you can watch it on your phone, but that's pretty much how you can watch. But uh, there is Pennyworth. an option for people who don't have cable like me that if you still want to watch it, um, you can actually just subscribe, uh, sign up on their website. Right. That's how I signed up and to watch the show. <laughs> I did show. that too, actually. It's pretty, it's pretty cheap. It's only like six bucks a right. month. Yeah, so it's reasonable. Cheaper than cable. And so they have 30 days free. Oh, okay, so oh. there you go. So See? there's some options for no cable people. So I think it's cool because other... Um, other like different like networks on their website, you have to have a cable provider. But right. Epics, you don't need one. So, so if you have friends, the more who, you know. Exactly, <laughs> I love that. If, if you guys have friends who don't have Epics, tell them they do not have an excuse and tell them to yes. subscribe because this is an amazing show. They don't want to miss it. But let's get right into it. Let's start off with Martha Kane. I was very surprised that they introduced her so quickly. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that she was going to be introduced. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I was thinking she was going to be introduced in like season two or right. season yeah. three, not this early. And so, what did you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You guys think... Were you guys surprised that she was introduced so early? Um, not really. I think, I mean, at the end of the day, we all knew and we all kind of know who Alfred is, right? Mm-hmm. So at some point, we have to basically get introduced to the Wayne family somehow, right? right. So I kind of saw that coming, to be honest. Yeah, I also, like, didn't think it was going to happen so soon, but I'm glad it did because she's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and her acting is great, by the way. Yeah. I love it. It's really good, and I like how she said how she wanted excitement. And I'm watching mm-hmm. the two episodes, and I'm like, is this the excitement you want? Oh. I think it's a little too much for you. Right, though. right. Yeah. A little too much. And I like how there's still some mystery involved involved with her. You know, yeah. we still really don't. We still don't know where she's from, which yeah. I am very interested in finding out. I'll save that for predictions about where I think she's from. But, yeah, so we start off with uh, she meets Pennyworth, and she has a job for him. She wants him to rescue in this guy who uh created this um, computer. crazy computer right and um the the people like they don't want them to to get it out yeah and so 
they arrest him. Um, they, well, the, didn't they arrest him because of homosexuality? Right, yes. right, yeah, and true. that yeah. and homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, I really and what I really liked about that is they're they're talking about homosexuality in the '60s, which was kind of not looked. It was kind of looked down upon. Right yeah. down down there, I was very then. surprised by that. I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. For example, when I basically saw this like big building and this guy was on the bed sleeping, and then the other one is coming in, I was like, okay. And then he was kind of naked, and he looked at him when he saw his butt. He looked at him and was like, why is he looking at him like that? <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that for a second, but then it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But if I understood correctly, the Raven Society they want what this guy was basically. Right like developing right mm-hmm. this kind of the first computer which was like kind of huge almost like a mm-hmm. whole building right? right and the no name league wants to basically trying to not have them to have the computer at the end of right. It, right so that's what I understood and I like the scene by the way I have to say that very quickly because that was kind of mind blowing <laughs> to me the idea I would have never thought about it mm-hmm. when the plane was trying to land oh, they yeah. can basically get rid of the lighting but then he comes up with the idea to drive with the trunk oh my god that was amazing yeah. and I was that like was so man good. it was brilliant yeah, that was oh, really oh, interesting damn. that was lit like seriously <laughs> that was lit. Oh, it was literally lit <laughs> oh that's what it Americans say it was lit, lit. it was yes. dope and one thing that I really loved loved is when Martha says oh this is what they call a computer because they don't know what a computer exactly. is and what yes. like, it's like the 60s and right. yeah. it's what your son's gonna be using a lot of in the future which is our <laughs> phone now right right, right. exactly your great grandson would be using <laughs> yeah. the future exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about uh, Ian and uh, Sam's relationship I really like how they touched base on this because it kind of reflected a little bit on uh, Esme and Alfred's relationship, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But what I got from their relationship is pretty much a lot of people don't want them together because they're not used to seeing two men together. And that scene where Alfred is looking at them and they and they decide to leave together on the plane, you know, I feel like Alfred was thinking these these two people, no one wants them together. Mm. And for Alfred, it's just uh, Esme's father who doesn't mm-hmm. want them together. Yeah. And so he's thinking, you know, these people are brave enough to stay together, even though, like, the entire... All these people don't want them together. Why shouldn't I? Like, what did yeah. you guys think about that? No. Yeah, it's a great well, comparison. It was illegal. <laughs> so it was illegal, yeah. Yeah. which is also why he decided to go to America with them. But, of course, it was illegal in America, too. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And so I thought it was really interesting because it is a reminder of how young Pennyworth is in this and how he's just seizing the day and he's not letting anything stop him from being with the person that he wants. And I also think his being 10 years in the army or the armed forces, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. I think he saw homosexual people who happened to be in the army and he was just sort of used to it and he's Mm -hmm. a live, let live type person anyway. So I really like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I was just thinking about it. So he's 26 in the show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that means when he was in the army for 10 years, 16. And he, just came yeah. out, he was just yeah. 16. He was a yeah. baby. Can you go to the army with 16? I think yeah. at one like, time during World War II, I know people would um, falsify their oh. their age records because oh. they'd make you have the same records that you have nowadays. Gosh. Gosh. And of course, for certain wars, wars they were so desperate right. to get people to sign up. They kind of knew, but they kind of like didn't yeah. really right. acknowledge because they wanted people right. to sign up. But I think in England stuff. Yeah. Since you're allowed to do things a lot younger than yeah. they do in right. America. Drinking. 
And yes. driving. And what I've found very interesting, always this kind of back and forth between his military time and then the present time. And mm-hmm. there's this one mm-hmm. scene that I wanted to point out, which is one guy who's trying to give orders to the people, but no one is really taking him seriously because he's kind of insecure in how he's talking to people. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. And then um, Pennyworth comes into the picture and is saying something like, or oh, is giving him like a female name. I don't right. know if you remember that scene, which for me was kind of an idea for from the scriptwriter to basically tell them, hey, back in the days, maybe Penny was, was not really thinking very much about homosexual people. But now seeing these two guys flying uh-huh. to America, now he's probably changing his mind. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of changing his, his perspect- uh, perspective mm-hmm. because now he's in kind of the same situation with Esme that he also has one person in his life that doesn't want him to be with someone he loves. Right. Yeah. So I really like that comparison going mm-hmm. back and then he comes into the and he says, something like hey you miss dolly or whatever he says mm-hmm. something to this to this guy who's so insecure with the weapon and i really like that they did that yeah does that, that make sense what i'm saying it yeah. makes yeah. sense alfred i don't think respects anyone whether they're male or female yeah. who he perceives as being weak because mm-hmm. his mom is not a weak female mm-hmm. she's yeah. a pretty strong i mean we saw have, it in yeah, the first episode <laughs> she, she's nothing to play with and i think for him it wasn't so much that he was against someone for being gay it was yeah. more like you need to man up. It's yeah. sort of like whenever oh, he interacted with any of the women in charge, once he realized they were in charge, he immediately respected them. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I if he thought that. that he could walk over him, he's like, I'm just going to walk yeah, over Yeah, I never him. got yeah. the sense that, like, Alfred was, like, homophobic or anything. Like, no. to me, like, he no. acted like it was, like, right. nothing. Like, no, like okay. Ian and Sam's relationship. So I, I kind of like that, because, like, back in the day, I wouldn't think that people would be so tolerant, but yeah. he seemed pretty tolerant. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, gay people have been around yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like, in general, like, the, the character that, that he portrays is very, it's very, very, very strong character, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Penny was this kind of a guy He's never really out of control. He always knows exactly what he's doing, right? But when Martha Camp comes in, I feel like at the beginning, their kind of relationship is like Martha is trying to tell him what to do. Right. You don't right. need to know what I know. Just do what I want because I want <laughs> you to give that job. Right. But right. then when we saw the third and fourth episode right now, I feel like it's kind of changing over time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel Martha is realizing, oh, he knows what he's doing. And at some point, I think Pennyworth has taken over her control. Right. And t- tells her what to do. And I think that's why she also falls in love with him because she understands, oh, wow, he's good. It's definitely. Yeah, I don't think she well, love yeah, with him. she's just attracted. She's just attracted to him right now. Yeah, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, maybe I'm too. Who doesn't want to hook up with Penny? Okay. Maybe I'm too. Let's play Martha. I still believe in love. Maybe I'm too romantic. I still believe in love. It's that accent. It's that accent. Is there still love on side, people? I need love. The smile. Well, it's a love that, unfortunately, will never happen because we would not. We would not have Bruce Wayne, aka Batman. But before there a little quick hookup um, after their first uh, successful mission Martha wants to work with Alfred again they have a second mission where they need to figure out the name of the new leader of the Raven Society hmm. so they um, they go on this mission and we find out that uh, Alfred doesn't want he, like he'll do this, but he doesn't want guns involved. What did you guys think it's about that? It's where Batman gets it from. <laughs> yes. No, it is, though. Because yeah. if you guys have noticed, I have never seen Batman use a gun. I've only seen Batman hold a gun once, and it was during, uh, I want to say it was a Batman Beyond uh, animated movie, and it was when the old Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. was holding a gun. He, de- he right. never shot it, right. but I think that was the only time. But isn't that, isn't that kind of interesting when you think about 
penny like Alfred, uh, this security guy, right? Mm-hmm. You never see this guy with his own gun. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't even has a gun. He's using one gun for at the airport because he's trying to figure it out, right? But usually he doesn't has any guns. Right. And I feel like what they say uh, in the show is very interesting. I think a lot of military people, even today, everyone who went to the military, I feel like they saw stuff they, they would never talk about. Mm-hmm. It's just their own kind of little secret but they have to figure it out with their own mind and have to move on with their lives. Right. And I think a lot of people would react exactly the same way like he does. Hey, I did crazy stuff in my life. I kill people with weapons. Right. And I never want to do that again. So yeah. that's why I don't have any gun in my life anymore, even that I'm a security guard right now. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. Yeah, I, really I respect that, that too. See, America, you can do it without guns. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, never mind. Well, it's like... Uh, <laughs> It's like the part where uh, Martha's talking about her father and uh, how she was saying he was in the military and how she... (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Ryan, you love that stuff, huh? (laughs) And she said, um, you know, my father said he never had nightmares and Alfred said, oh, well, he's lying. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these guys, they go through so much and they they go through PTSD afterwards. So I really like how they did... They did touch on that, yeah. so that was really cool. But um, so let's fast forward to uh, they are successful in finding out the person who was the new leader of the Raven Society. There is like this big action-packed um, ass-kicking, and then we get to a point where Martha and Alfred are alone, and next thing they're making out. Which I totally, I, I felt, I was, was like, like, please don't let this happen. Right. I thought, I was, I was like, like, oh, I'm like, please, no, 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 no. And it happened. Smish, I'm like, really? Smish. And they were, they were showing little teases of it that it might happen. Like the first one was during, uh, they were in the, in the train. Oh, they she's both a lucky got woman. Up and, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really lucky. And then the way she was, lo- I, I, also, I the, what made me think that it might happen is the way she was looking at him when he was helping her with her wound. Right. Yeah. He's like, I've looked at guys like that, so I know. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. Were you guys upset about that or... I was kind of surprised about that mm-hmm. he did it actually because I had the idea that he he cannot do it because the first thing that he's thinking about is about Esme, right? Yeah, so I right. thought it was going to be more like himself, you know? like the attraction was just more from her, like not him at all. So I was a little surprised that he seemed kind of into it a little bit. But not, at the end, he was totally in it. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's attraction, but I think it was the emotional surviving death, and mm-hmm. he like had a moment where he sort of forgot and got caught up in it but the right. minute he came to his mind he's like nah it's, I'm all about my Esme mm-hmm. right, and he right. like backed up cause she was still trying to like shoot her shot and he's like yeah I'm gonna go but, so, and, yeah. and, I've, and I've read that that actually like when two people go through something kind of like that together it brings you together and it can create some kind of attraction so it's also like heat of the moment type right. of thing so I wasn't that surprised that it happened but I was just like oh this could be an awkward conversation if like Martha like live longer if she was she had ever like confessed to Bruce like hey Bruce just to let you know like this happened between me and but, Alfred and so like exactly. before before we saw the clues I had no idea but then we started seeing like the little clues I was like okay they're gonna hook up and I, I don't know how I feel about it I like that it's a little twist that they gave well, us, so I think yeah. that's cool. I but think it depends on your definition of hookup. Let, let us know in the comments because yeah, really, a okay, kiss is not a hookup. Okay, yeah. A kiss is not a hookup. Okay, okay but it was a kiss, so. kiss. It was like full on making out. Yeah. It was like a little pet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't sh- I was trying to be 
Don't call it a kiss, but not a hookup. I just see Melody. Melody Soto is saying Alfred can't kiss another woman, so I think Melody's pretty upset about it. Oh, oh yeah, I, I'm <laughs> with you, Melody. <laughs> also, she isn't dating her future husband or anything, so she's a free spirit. Very yeah. true. Like I told you, some people are like, well, I'm single. Yeah. Uh, you might not be, but hey, I'm single. I'm going to do what I want. You're not married yet. No, I'm just kidding. I have an yeah. open relationship. Well, you know who's not single? Esme and Alfred. <laughs> and they're about to get married. Alfred finally goes to Esme's father to get his approval and it goes completely. <laughs> I'm loving this right here. Thank oh, you, Ryan. Man, this brings so much to the show. Ryan, you're yes. killing me. I love it. <laughs> um, and Esme's father is just not into it. He's pretty much saying, you know, your father is a butler. We learn that Esme is a Harris, right. an heiress, and she and he's saying that it will never happen. And if Esme does in fact marry Alfred then she will disown her. And so Esme's not having it. And surprisingly, Alfred is telling Esme that he needs to, that she needs to respect her father. Like, what did you guys get from all that? I mean, I I appreciate the sentiment, Alfred, but, like, if your dad's a jerk, like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to respect him. Like, you know, so I I, kind of disagreed with it. I didn't expect that Esme has such kind of a bad connection to her dad. I didn't even see. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. I love the scene, by the way, like with the dad and and Alfred in the room. This mm-hmm. was a very powerful yeah. scene. The mm-hmm. acting was on point. I feel like how the dad increased the tension over time. So the actor, how he did that, was amazing. Right. Really, because at the beginning, he comes across like this very kind man, thinking about her daughter and everything. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, if his daughter is not doing what he wants her to do, he's just like just inherit her or whatever. Well, I mean, right. there was a reason. Like, I feel like I I wasn't that surprised that the relationship was was bad because she did say or like I mean she was like preventing the meeting from happening she didn't like really oh, want true. him that's to true. meet her, her dad true. so it's like obviously it's probably not the greatest guy right. I mean, well she's landed gentry so class conscious wise in England especially at that time that wouldn't have been acceptable yeah. and also um, she obviously is rebellious because she decided to become an actress and actress mm, at that time yeah. for someone from her class mm-hmm, was yeah. not okay she was supposed to get married to someone who was titled or at least a landed gentry person mm. um um, so I thought that was really interesting, and her rebellion is interesting, but it's sort of funny how he said a couple of times, are you okay with being of my class? Because it's unlikely he'd go up to where she is. Yeah. She's going to fall down. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, so I what I got from it is I feel that Esme's father doesn't really care. Like I know he cares about her, but I don't think he really cares about her which what she has what she has to do when it comes to her relationship i think he cares more about his status yeah, and yeah. her status mm-hmm. and so that's what i got from that yeah me too yeah. but what i found interesting on the other hand though is that when esme kind of moves in into alfred's like family house right mm-hmm. that the dad changed his kind of whole attitude a little bit. It was very interesting to see the, right. the, the character arc of the dad, of Alfred's dad, was amazing to mm-hmm. me. So at the end, she basically said, Yo, your dad is a teddy bear. Right. And at the end, I felt like he was just trying to pretend the hard dad mm-hmm. and trying to show his dad what's right, uh, his, his son was right or wrong. Right. But at the end of the day, he's I think he's actually a nice guy. I kind of liked him at the end, the dad. At the beginning, I was like, hey, what is this kind of a dad? 
right? I if, felt kind of bad for like his wife though. It's like, wait, why aren't you true. like that with me? That's like, true. I, you, know, you want this young hot thing to come in? Now you're like all and nice. What? I, and I think the reason with that is Esme felt that she needed to somehow get Alfred's dad on her side, yeah. so she put more of her attention on the dad. She knew the mom didn't have a problem with her, mm. so I think that's that was the main reason. Good strategy. Yeah, <laughs> very very smart woman, but unfortunately, all good things must, or unfortunately all good things have to come to an end, I guess. Why? <laughs> so, um, Esme is, she's pretty much, she's still having nightmares, and she's still scared about that incident that happened to her in the first episode, mm-hmm. so Alfred tells her to stay with her parents. She should have listened, because mm-hmm. she decided to go back to her house, and someone breaks in, strangles her, and she's dead. Were you mm-hmm. guys shocked? Beyond I shocked. Didn't I didn't see like, that coming. Wow. I did yeah. not think it was going to happen that... Who is completely. it, guys? Who is that Yeah, now that, Let us know your guesses <laughs> in the comments. Yeah. And I the think. thing is, I... I knew something bad was going to happen to her, just not this soon. Yeah. I thought she would at least stay for her, like, another season or two, mm-hmm. and then something would happen to her. Yeah. But this was, like, really off the but bat. But now we know why Alfred is single when he's raising Batman, so at mm-hmm. least we know that. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> but um, before we get on to anything else, we have a very special announcement that we want to tell you guys. Of course. As always, guys, we first of all wanted to say thank you to all of you guys for always joining us, always dialing, uh, dialing, and always watching us, obviously. Yeah, to really making us like the ESPN of TV talk, right? We're really proud of that, right? We like a family here. We like doing that. We like sharing our opinions with you guys. So please always write comments, right? And also, I have to say that I also say that on the other show, give us five thumbs up. Right? Five people. And also five stars. Five thumbs up, right? <laughs> so, and yeah, thank you so much for doing that. We're going to continue, right? We never stop. That's how we do it. And uh, yeah, thanks. We really enjoy it. Really appreciate your support and effort. Thank you. Yeah. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Always leaving a comment. And um, yeah, we're going to continue to give you great content. Can I just say one more thing? I always want. Oh, I was like, I want one more too. I have like little notes about the show that I really want to point go out. Go for it. Okay, first, first of all, okay, I'm going to try to go quick. Okay, first <laughs> of all, I loved in the beginning of the fourth episode the that scene at the, the opening scene with the two parents leaving the theater with the young kid. You know mm-hmm. that all reminds us of you know it's a little foreshadowing, obviously, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, Martha and Thomas finally meet in this episode and I thought it was really interesting that in the same episode we see them meet but then we also get foreshadowing about their demise so I love this show that's one of the reasons I love this show they do little things like that so it was really cool so we're gonna go to uh, Bette Sykes and Peggy so she's staying with her sister Peggy and she's not having it she's getting restless and we find out that she has a little crush on Esme. Yeah. Which I, that was a shock to me. I knew there was some type of friendship there, but I didn't really see that coming. Like, did you oh, guys I see did. that? I, I had no idea. I'm so good at reading, like, body language and stuff. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, she likes her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that one scene where they both are dancing with each other. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And that was not a normal dance between friends. Yeah, I don't dance I mean, with my girlfriends like that no, or, like, talk to them like that. No. Uh, no. I thought <laughs> she was just, like, she loved dancing with people. So that means, <laughs> Benny, was, you're uh, dancing with your friends I like no that? I had no idea. I had no She's clue. She's a little obsessed. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I, I saw it coming. Yeah, it wasn't really surprised. I was surprised about the action in the mm-hmm. kitchen at the end with her sister. That was kind of a surprise. To me. What did you guys think about their relationship together, Peggy and Bet? Bet's ungrateful as hell because Peggy went through a lot to rescue yeah. her from the gallows. And I don't know what Peggy does for a living, but <laughs> it A, pays really well, mm-hmm. and B... I don't think I want that living because it looks like it's a bunch of old people and she does BDSM or something. I still don't get that. When I saw the guy under the table almost naked, like sitting like that, I was like, what's yeah. he doing? Something weird. But once again, it pays really well in LA. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I can't say no, no. Someone wants to offer me anything for that. But I love their interaction with each other. Mm-hmm. And it really shows where she comes from. Yeah. And her background, I don't know what her family did, but her, it seems like her family's kind of like on the money, criminally, mm-hmm. shady-ass people. So yeah, I like definitely her. like dysfunctional. But um, I'm curious. I, I really want to see like her reaction to finding out what about what happened to Esme. Hopefully we see that. I just want to, she's going to be devastated. But I just want to know. I want to see that. <laughs> when Peggy was like, you know, I'm not letting you leave this house, and then we see Bet look at the knife, did you guys think she was like going to go and just try and kill her? She thought about it, and then she's like, eh, it's my sister, and yeah. I might get stuck to the gallows again. She I'll did save me. Need to hook from- me up. I thought it was going to happen. I thought Bet was just like, you know what? I don't care. I want to get out of this house. I'm just- and you- she's a little crazy. Yeah. She's a little crazy. So, and then that fight scene, like we were talking about, they just went full force at it, and then, you know, the following day, it's like, it, not- it didn't happen. Abusive family. Peggy really mm-hmm. thought about killing her for a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're messing with my money. Don't mess with my money. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, Bet she wants to go back to the Raven Society. Plus, she wants to find um, Esme, who is sadly deceased. Let's talk a little bit about um, the no-name or the no-name league and the Raven Society. What do you guys think about these these two groups battling each other for power? I mean, I have to talk about that one scene at the airport just for a second. Also talk about Raven Society and, and No Name League. I don't know mm-hmm. how you guys felt about this scene, but for me, it felt a little bit too easy to get out of the situation for Alfred and everyone. Mm-hmm. Because he basically comes out with this one guy and he, he basically tells him, hey, if, you're not guy, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm just shoot him right now in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they go back into their cars and just leave. <laughs> I was like, that was a little easy. Yeah. And they just left, and they didn't even come back. So nothing even happened after that. But if he so killed like, him, nobody else knows how to make it. So. Yeah, of course, of course. But I was like, why? Why would you just leave like that? Wouldn't you just try to? Well, they were gonna, they were gonna come, and they were gonna come back as yeah. well. So they knew they had another option, and so mm-hmm. I think that's why they made it that easier because. From their point of view, it was, all right, he's either going to die or we can try again the next day. Right. And so I think that's why they made it a little bit easier. So they had a feeling that they kind of knew we are going to have a second option the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why would you think that? I'm just like... Because they shot out the lights. Yeah, of course. But I mean, but, but, but they, they, they should... I mean, maybe I'm, I'm thinking more from a gangster perspective right now, mm-hmm. from a society perspective. I wouldn't really wait the next day or maybe just think, oh my God, they're not going to figure it out with the lighting. I could just come back. You should be the leader, you know? man. I'm definitely you should be the leader. <laughs> if you need someone in the rival society, call me. All right. But then the second thing that I just wanted to mention is also the scene when we are actually at the leader of the Raven Society. Mm-hmm. Same scenario in the in the living room when we realize that the doctor is actually the leader of the Raven Society. Mm-hmm. I also felt like 
that she's the leader of this society, it feels too easy now to just take over this scenario mm-hmm. and just basically like like stack her in the, in, in the knee or whatever it was and then just maybe punch her in the face and then you just got rid of them. That's how you know what I mean. It felt this scene. They're just that good. How they okay, played it out. That's why maybe that's that good. maybe that's from a, from a creative perspective. My, right. my mind. I'm too. They gave them a run for their money, though. You know, they first they drugged Martha, and then they well, they didn't. uh, Alfred purposely got himself captured, Mm -hmm. but um, I I feel like they gave him a run for their money. Yeah, they wanted to question her and figure out exactly what they wanted. And I thought it was interesting the way the leader told Martha, "You don't know your group the way you think you do," because. We all torture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're all doing this so And that well. brings up the question, like, who's really good? Because the Raven Society is saying the no-name league isn't good. And then the no-name league, the no-name league is saying the Raven Society isn't any good. They're both bad. So, they're the same. They're different sides of the same coin of of anarchy. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely going to be interesting <laughs> to see, you know, who comes out on top. <laughs> who's the baddest one? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who's the worst of the worst? Yeah. But um, let's get on to our special segment, which I am looking forward Yay. to. So the last after show, we talked about our favorite uh, actor who played um, Batman mm-hmm. over the years. So, yeah, today our special segment is going to be who was our favorite yes. Joker. So many awesome ones to choose from. So let's start with Benny. If you want to start first. Benny what? So I'm <laughs> going to go with the 90s animated series, uh, The Adventures of Batman. Mark Hamill, he was the voice of the Joker and I remember just waking up watching this Saturday mornings and I was in love with it mm-hmm. and just all the voice actors for these characters were amazing Cherry, mm. I had to choose Mark as well because he's the voice that I've known for years for all my animated my video games for Batman and as he said himself it's just like Hamlet or any of those great stage roles are meant to be reinterpreted by actors for a long time to come he keeps saying he doesn't want to do it again and then he's like I get the he script does it and again. I keep coming back yeah. <laughs> Ben your pick so I mean it's very hard to pick for me to be honest I'm always in between like Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger to be honest right mm-hmm. I mean Jack Nich- I mean, Jack Nicholson is a legend, right, obviously. So you mm-hmm. saw the movie, right, when he was playing it. That was yeah. amazing. I mean, this guy is so frightened. He's just, he's, he's just scary. He's just crazy. Right. I mean, just look at the laugh right now. <laughs> this is just kind of crazy. Wow. But then also I really have to say, because when I watched uh, The Dark Knight, right, with the Joker, with the Heath Ledger version, mm-hmm. I just did a little bit of, like, research about how Heath Ledger prepared for it. And yeah. he basically got yeah. into a hotel room mm-hmm. and locked himself up for three weeks, didn't talk to anyone, yeah. to get in the mindset of kind of, like, a psycho in a way of what would you do if you're just by yourself completely isolated yeah. and I and you can see that on screen mm-hmm. so he was really he was almost that person in a way right I mean which is kind of very critical for actors too I feel at some point yeah. you know maybe you can some people kind of lose themselves in it mm-hmm. you know yeah. so that's why I have so much respect for both of these actors but if I have to go with someone I think at the end, because of the effort, I would go with Heath Ledger. Okay. He definitely brought a lot of death into that character. I, totally, I agree with that. Totally crazy. All right, so for me, okay, so I was very uh, conflicted as well.
well. My I had like a three-way tie, so Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger for the reasons you said. And also I have to give a special shout-out to Ca- Cameron Monaghan from Gotham because I thought he was amazing from that yeah. scene. <laughs> when he did that laugh, that first laugh, he I replayed so that scene good. over and over. I'm like, oh my God, Cameron <laughs> is amazing. So special shout-out to Cameron. Like you... That oh guy gosh. was amazing. You're yeah. like the new Joker of the 2010s. Oh, shoot. Yes. smile is. And then creepy. also, now we have the Joker movie coming up with Joaquin Phoenix. So yes. we'll see if maybe he'll become someone's favorite oh Joker in the future. <laughs> have you guys watched the trailer? Yeah. I yes. like it. It yeah. looks good. Looking it's forward to insane. it. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. DC bringing on the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, we also have a special giveaway we want Yay. to do with you guys. So. A little bit about this, how to enter it. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube Should channel. Can we show them what they're playing for? Yes. I'll, I'll be the prices Right model. Yes. <laughs> She'll show you the prizes. I'll tell you what you have to do. Wow. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, leave a comment. And tell us uh, who your favorite Joker is or who your favorite Joker was in the Batman universe, and then make sure you leave your Instagram handle, and we will pick the winner from there. And check Don't your DMs. To subscribe, subscribe, and then follow us. Yeah, on subscribe Instagram. and follow us on Instagram. So that and way, then, when you win, you can see our DMs and your right. exactly. And you guys, these prizes are pretty legit. Yeah. You get, Raven um, Society pin, a Raven Society pen, postcard. Like and I want this, this so no, yeah, not jealous. <laughs> I wish can I be I am jealous. I am jealous. Can I read what it says? The house Go has died. It. The house had died long ago. Gone are the playful laughs. Now only ghostly signs remained, forgotten forevermore. Ooh. These are from, super like, cool. These are from Comic Con. Yeah, nice. and a big th- a big thanks to Sherry because she was the one who was able to get a hold of these. Is this from prizes. Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? Uh, I think the Poe. Uh, there's someone there writing poetry, so oh, I don't think okay. I think it was stuff that he had made up. And then the oh. postcard you were supposed to send it to yourself, and I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna save it for a prize." Okay. Cool. All right, real quick, you guys, let's get on to our news and gossip. Yeah, I just I have two crazy interesting news for you guys. So the first one is actually the Instagram account of Jack Bennett. I just who plays Pennywood. I want to show that to you guys. I follow him too, but I just wanted to show that to you guys because what's interesting in our world today that a lot of people obviously also get cast on the amount of followers they have on Instagram. But if you go to Jack Bannon's account, he just has just six thousand. I have more than one hundred forty-seven followers. I have more followers than and Jack I was Bannon. Just like, what? I was like, guys, that's amazing. Jack Bannon, follow me. You know, I, li- I actually like that. It makes him even more human. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jack, for not having. Millions of and followers. I mean, I, and I feel like that's how it should be. You should be casting your talent, exactly. not your Instagram followers. Casting directors, exactly. just saying. And like, all, that's what I wanted to ask you guys at home while you're watching us. Please give us some comments about how you feel that people get cast also on their followers and help on us Instagram. Out by how do you feel about that? <laughs> said, help us is that something that you like, or is that something yeah. that we shouldn't do? We should just basically no. cast someone. Followers based should on not their... have nothing to do because there are people who are so talented and have very little followers who should have more, and there are people that have way too many. And I'm like, why? Like, right. well, I think many? it. I think it is starting to change a little bit because I've seen actors who have gone on to shows and they're brand new into the business and their following count isn't 
as what you would expect it to be. And yeah. then once they become more well known, then obviously, of course, their but then we see YouTube stars who are of not course. that talented getting shows right. on MTV and Netflix. So yeah. just saying, no, but you I have know, to it's say, still happening. <laughs> Jack Bennon was on shows before too, though, so yeah. he's not kind of an unknown. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm really even more surprised. Yeah. Right. So keep it up, uh, Jack. Don't accept any more. That's okay. <laughs> just kidding. Do whatever you Follow want. me. But the second I wanted to talk about is also about the the industry a little bit. I'm you probably also heard of it that Paloma Faith, uh-huh. who basically plays um, Sykes, right, Beth? Mm-hmm. She basically was a very famous singer already in the UK and like worldwide, Ooh. basically. Nice. Which is very interesting. So a lot of people now say, oh my God, a singer is now turning into an actress? Really? Wow, that's not that's not good. You know, we don't like that. So I just wanted to ask you guys in the panel, but also at home, how do you guys feel about like coming from a singer and, um, like performance or like career to an actress now out of a song? Uh, I don't like discount that because there's been a lot of uh, really good like singer actors like Keanu Reeves he's one that's true um, Justin Timberlake I kind of liked his acting style I have to say and a lot of people who I know a lot of people who are in the business who are both they Lady they, Gaga right they can both sing and act mm-hmm. and they they do pick one over the other mm-hmm. but you know they're, Mandy they're, Moore just, they're very talented people yeah right. mm-hmm. so I don't think it's a, a big deal yeah, when, no, me too yeah. and then what I have to say is uh, what a lot of people usually don't know what people actually did before they were famous and mm-hmm. if you read the article when I sh- what I showed you right now she's actually saying hey guys don't worry about it I was actually doing acting before I was mm-hmm. singing <laughs> and people but people don't know that because a lot of people just see what they see and yeah. don't do their research even the mm-hmm. same with Lady Gaga by the way before Lady Gaga blew up as a singer she basically did acting as at the New York Film Academy in New York yeah but I don't even think she you needed know? to explain herself yeah, you that she did acting stop before assuming that things yeah. okay <laughs> I just like the idea if she's of, a she's a good actor she's a good oh, actor yeah. 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 of course that's all that matters like so. some people are just it's just natural to them like um uh, I forgot. I forgot her name. Yolanda, I think, of uh, her first name from Roma. That was her first ever film role, and she got that's nominated true. for an Oscar. That's okay, true. so yeah. yes, I love that. All right, so, you guys, it's time. You got it. Thank you, man. Uh, we appreciate uh, it. <laughs> Come on. All right, it is time for one of my favorite topics of this after show predictions your after buzz tv predictions what do you guys think is going to happen in the next episode and just future episodes i think beth goes crazy when she finds out that esme is dead Mm -hmm. i don't know what she's doing but she's going to go crazy for sure uh, and then, I mean, honestly, I don't know what to say, but I want to find out who killed Esme now at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. I'm still shocked about yes. it. I can't really. Do you? What, what, what's your idea about that? No, I feel like yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be upset. She's gonna. I think her then her, after that she's gonna like be on the hunt. Like who killed my <laughs> Esme? <laughs> and she might. I feel like she might actually like end up working somehow with like Alfred. He might, you know, might ask for his help to like find who killed Esme. I don't sure. know. They because they both probably want to know that. So I can see that. they're gonna want to maybe work together. So okay. what do you think, Sherry? I think that we're going to see more of Pennyworth Detective Agency. So we're going to see more Baza and Davy Boy. And then... I love this guy. He's very fun. And I am curious to see how the family is going to react 
to Esme's death. I think Bet and Alfred are going to start working together because mm-hmm. both of these people <laughs> are in love exactly. with this woman. Yep. So it, that's mm-hmm. going to be a very, very interesting duo if it does happen. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, we're going to find out who did, in fact, um, kill kill her. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a wild ride, to say the least. But that is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm your host, Benny Adams, a.k.a. Benny Worth. And you can <laughs> find me on all social media at Benny J. Adams. And you can find me on Instagram at more than you think seven. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You can find me on Instagram as at Benjamin Schnau, S-C-H-N-A-U. And I also do the Bring the Funny Show on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Check it out. You can find me, Chair underscore LA, on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, before this, Talking Killjoys at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on Sundays. And remember, subscribe to YouTube, comment, subscribe to our Instagram accounts, and you might get these cool prizes. Remember, remember, Esme. Remember. R.I.P. Esme. Five thumbs. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.